If you ever reach the bottom of the sea, don't look for me. Hello and welcome to the Occupied Podcast, a podcast discussing the Norwegian television show Occupied, but we're doing an off-season tour through the television show Nobel. Today we're going to be discussing episode 7. I'm Jack. I'm here again with... Guru, Sam. And Kevin. And... Helda. And Helda, who waves adorably. Um... So first, first thing is first. Oh, first, yes. Who is... Who was right. Uh, I'm not saying you were right. I was right. And I'm not saying I was wrong. Randall Harriman is the U.S. Secretary of Defense. But I wasn't totally correct. (laughs) You live your own reality. Um, I will. Yes. The one with Baron Stain Bears. Did we we look up anything else? Um, It was Nora. Oh, it was Nora, not Nora. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, good. All right. Now that we've got all of our corrections out of the way. (laughs) And you've all probably forgotten about what we were talking about. Yeah, what? (laughs) All four of our listeners. All four of our listeners. Um, So the first scene that we have is uh, Johanna. I want to jump in now because I'm afraid we're going to go and do another crazy tangent like we did last time. (laughs) Let's go. Um, so Johanna has a meeting with the foreign minister um, in what Kevin previously described as a gentleman's club. But not like but not like a strip club, like, like a club gentleman like, would hang out. Yes, in. like actual gentleman. Actual gentleman. <laughs> I think it might and be ladies. I think it might be theater cafe. Oh, that's what oh, I that's, thought. That's right? me, that's me too. Exactly. <laughs> that I was the mean. second the thing that I was going to say. Theater cafe. Oh. Which is super oh, cool. swanky. Yeah, it um, seems like I a very think, nice place. Honestly, I've never been there. So. It's a nice place to be. And do they give you free Cambodian, Cambodian. drugs when you're there? Probably. What the heck? Yeah, is what? That yeah, about? I don't get it. Top of the range. Yeah, also. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Not a thing. And she just takes a pill for I. But wait, he says Cambodia. He says olive. Like, sit down, relax, have an olive. Have an olive. And here, they're from I Cambodia. Get, yeah. Top of the range, and she is just a pill. She very clearly puts her mouth and then drinks a glass of water. So. Is Advil made in Cambodia or something? I don't know what kind of pills do you want to go to Cambodia for? Like I feel oh, like that's not. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, so Johanna meets with the foreign minister and explains the whole Hector deal. So the Hector and the Chinese are going to overbid for oil for development. Um, Which min- seemed like is that weird to anyone else that and like this fruit for life company is trying to outbid? It has nothing on- to do with the fruit for life mm-hmm. company. Apparently, this has been in a de- he has been working on this deal way longer. This goes back to him. And it's and just Hector. He, it's but just it's, Hector. But and it's like that he never, would have Yeah, but he's hands like in both things. Yeah, and like he is. Uh, like intrinsically connected to Fruit for Life. Oh and yes, as and a, oh, I mean the yeah, foreign minister yeah. explains. So it seems very, yeah. The foreign minister explains that it's legal what he's doing. It's just highly immoral because he is, you know, he is on one hand doing this, um, doing this um, humanitarian work for yeah. the, the Norwegian government, mm-hmm. and then on the side is trying to enrich himself through this other other deal. So, In order to win the Nobel Peace Prize, somehow. In that. But did did the foreign minister seem not all that shocked? Yeah, I was to gonna you guys? say because yeah. we've seen him be shocked and yeah. swear oh, yeah. a little bit before yeah. have reactions, face palm, yeah. and, you know. And this one was just like, well, mm-hmm. is he just so getting sorry used to and... rolling with the punches, mm-hmm. or do you think he knew on some level? He had to have known on some level. He knew, he must have known it that, ex- that, that Sharif was like when involved you, in smuggling yeah. heroin or involved in opium trade in some way. So that it, this new information, it may be that this now that this information is coming out, like it's actually confirmed, it's not surprising. Like he didn't probably didn't know it concrete so yeah. concretely, but 
I think that yeah, I mean I think it explains now what was going on with the China deal. Like once he hears it, it's like oh okay. And then and he he explains uh, the foreign minister tells that uh, you know the Chinese well the Chinese pulled out after Sharif died and that uh, he tells Johanna that she's going to have to fire him because this mm-hmm. uh, this looks like a conflict of interest because he's doing two different things at once. Um, uh, the next scene we get is Erling and Hector. So Erling just walks up. To, like, to his like backyard, backyard. <laughs> yeah, it's like serial killer home. Right, like, it yeah. looks kind of like it, really yeah. Does. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like cool. something like a, a, a yeah. like a David Fincher kind of, yeah, like, very exactly. clean, yeah. very like very sleek, sleek, exactly. But he still has the most punchable face. face like yeah. I, oh my god, you have to say it in Norwegian, Kevin. Oh, what's punchable face? No, oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that was yes, I you just said that. Say what? Draw tree trina. Draw tree trina. Nope. Whatever. I'll write it out for you next time. So he's got some some questions. Erling Erling has some questions. And so they have a little uh, back and forth answering each other's questions. So Hector says that he was planning on meeting Sharif in Oslo. Um, Erling wants to know if he was involved in the murder. But Hector explains that, like, hey, no, this I have nothing to do with the murder. This hurt me. You know, this you yeah. killed a good man. I like this guy. Uh, also, what, I was like, gonna make some money. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna make some yeah. money. And it's serious. But though. he's like, like you his, killed him one day before we were supposed to sign this deal. Like, there's no way I did this. It's, yeah, his um, reasoning that, or like his getting into that, like, okay, you're gonna barge in here, ask me yeah. questions, and I'm gonna ask you some questions. It's like a Bond villain speech. Too. Yeah, but it was yeah, also like. His first question, like one of his first questions, was, "How did you feel when you killed him?" Like, mm. oh, right. well, I, I don't know how that would be relevant to the rest. Of, like, he then I think he's trying to provoke him, and then he hands him his wife's earrings. Yeah, like, I think yeah, that's very clear. Yeah. It is very why. Like I was saying, would you do that? <laughs> that this that's is special FSK, forces. This is this guy who just your murdered house. your friend <laughs> a couple days ago. Yeah. And you're gonna. He should oh. be a little afraid, shouldn't he? He yeah, should be very afraid. So. And that's what, like, what I was saying is everything that that he that uh, he surrounds himself with is so like it just speaks so much to his character of oh you're such an ass yeah yeah you're drinking a bottle of coke at this moment like what a glass bottle of coke he comments several times about how he's like I've been looked down upon before and that's why I'm I can do this yeah like like, no you haven't one you're six three no one's ever looked down on you (laughs) you're You're talking to Axel Henny yeah you're talking to Axel Henny he is a he is an imposing short man I want to look up how tall Axel Henny is but it's but there was one kind of confusing thing in this scene, though, and I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but they talked about, I think it was the restaurant where... Um, oh, he's 5'8", so not, oh. not bad. That's not bad. I'm giving, I'm giving poor Axel Henny a hard time. Yeah. Um, no, so I think they were talking about the restaurant where he and Johanna went, mm-hmm. and it's Ekebarg. Oh, yeah, did you oh, hear? Yes. Ekebarg restaurant. That confused me so, so much. Ekebarg, the person who Kevin yes. is behind all of this. And then yeah. Ekebarg, the field. And Ekebarg, oh, the restaurant. Why would you do this? The wait, show? wait. The restaurant, the restaurant and we, the field are kind of connected. Have we all, have we seen them all oh, in, in the, the same room. place? <laughs> the same, I think they're restaurant. the same person. I think this field and this restaurant and this person are all the same person. But it's, when, they, when that came up, I was like, oh, God, they, we need more words. <laughs> we need is Nor- is, Nor- is Norway running out of words? <laughs> Clearly, they're using a lot of English. Yeah. Top Fuck of the you. range. Top uh, of the range. Um, no guts, no glory. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
Hector then comes back at Erling saying, hey, I thought you were actually here because of Johanna. And yeah. then she gives her the, ugh. But also, <laughs> like, his reaction, tr- I was trying to gauge whether Erling's reaction was a, like, I know that <laughs> she was here. Yeah. And, like, I'm trying to play it cool. Do you want to talk about this now or later about what actually happened between Johanna and Hector? I think they definitely slept together. I yeah, but, well let's get let's get to it in the end okay. there because that's at the end when yeah. they have the final conversation last um, scene. So um, then uh, er, uh, Hector goes upstairs and says like Erling get out of my house and I'm then gonna go Erling, take a shower and you shower. better not be here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't say that to a special forces First, guy yeah. like he's going to steal <laughs> some in- well, intel and then he's gonna er, get some intel. Maybe yes. he wanted him to. I, maybe is what I thought really like, is that maybe that explains why his fucking phone is unlocked. Every, no one locks, yeah. their, no phone. One locks <laughs> their phones. No one locks their phones. And he yeah. goes through. This also confused me. So he goes through Hector's phone and he scrolls down and sees a text to Rolf. Um, bum, 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 uh, obviously. But mm. also the text said Hector. Did you notice that? Yeah. When he, yeah. like, when you have a text conversation on your messages, it should say the name of the person you are texting, not your own name. His text said, it said Hector. And then he clicked it and it and said, it was, hey, Rolf. Yeah. I, I won. Look Probably who's in town. People are getting a little sloppy on this. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> So he, uh, but he looks in the phone and we see, he's bragging to Ralph, saying, um, "Look, you you lost. We're getting the money. This is this is the deal." And so this is the sudden realization that, like, Ralph is behind the, yeah. The, yeah. this because Ralph had the motive. Didn't had the we kind of talk about Ralph before because he was at the concert hall for the Mahler concert? Yes, yes. So, I think we've, we've we we were, but then he kind of like he kind of went on the side. Yeah, and he's not a huge character, and he really came Until back this with. Episode. The, yeah, he really came back, uh, I would say, starting with the Secretary of Defense because he had a relationship going yeah. back to them. And now, yeah. I mean, now we get the we get the full understanding of what was going on, um, which, again, okay, let's, so let's let's just explain it now. So <laughs> take a deep breath. There you go. Okay. Here we go. So uh, Rolf has a relationship going back with Eckeberg and Burris, m- most of Burris from Kosovo. The, where- Eckeberg the restaurant? <laughs> no, the, no, the, the field. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is so fucking hard to explain. I hate, you. I hate you so much. So the relationship, he has a relationship going back uh, with Burris from Kosovo, and they uh, basically they used him to pass intelligence. So the Rolf would give them information in exchange. They thought he was a very trusted person, and they gave him the inside information that they had of the Norwegian intelligence to help. Um, to help him know who to cozy up to. And, Which and seems kind of sloppy on the Norwegians' part of, like, this guy's giving us con- his classified information. At least give him some, like, official title or some, at least. I mean, this is how, yeah, like, co- how goes, I think this right? is how, like, covert sources, I imagine, yeah. would work. Like, you gotta, I guess just so. a source. And anyway, sorry. Keep, keep anyway, going. so, and now we understand that Rolf would have had the motive because he was pushing for the oil for development deal and to suddenly get that text, hey, look who's in town. Um, there's your, there's his, the information. Um, additionally, Rolf knew where Wasima was. He saw, um, Erling at the concert and then he would have been able to text, uh, both of these people since he, mm-hmm. would he have been able to text Sharif? I guess he would have had this. Guy. Yeah. Yes. Cause he's, Cause he me, yeah, met he's him 12 days yeah. later. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. So that he still would have had to so he's somehow in. make it look in Erling's phone like it was from Ekebike though. Yeah. Yeah, but but like I think we're supposed to understand now that 
he has the technical capabilities because he's been past classified information. Well, everyone so. in the show, for some reason, sometimes has technical capabilities when it's useful to the show. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. how yeah. JP had. Yeah. And so yeah. does this mean yeah. also that Rolf, <laughs> Rolf was the guy on the phone when the, when, at, at, the, at the metal ceremony when he called, when Erling yeah. calls. That's, it's actually was, Rolf. Was Rolf it's, at yeah. the metal ceremony? That's the I'm pretty sure he was. If uh, not, yeah, I'm willing to go on a list. Certainly plausible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he would if he's so if he's so close to yes. the yeah. yeah and so he basically made Erling, kind of pressure Erling into killing Sharif. Okay. <laughs> so then, now I'm not, so that I've I feel like I've squared that, and then the and uh, Eckeberg and Burris are going to kind of drop it because they actually did. My understanding is yeah. they did not order this to happen. They kind of found out it happened and then went. Let's bury this because this looks bad for yeah, us. Yeah, we just got to clean up But we didn't want situation. this to happen in mm-hmm. the first place. So then who – does that mean he also leaked the information to the pr- to the reporter? That makes no sense. Yeah, why would he do that? Oh, god damn it, guys. I, the, I was I so the close. Reporter, or the reporter stole that. No, the first head camera. The first, first, first yeah. The second one of, of Erling in the car park. The CCTV car park. footage. Oh, then who had that? Well, do we need? Does this need to be a single person? No, no. no. So maybe that's the theory we have to. That I could see some if. Again, so there's like someone. Hector or somebody, somebody so there's someone to, different doing. Someone, Hector trying to. There's burn. someone. Aldo is thinking real hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, <laughs> so there's someone Hector, who's. Hector try, might be trying to burn. If Hector thought from the beginning that it was Aldo and FSK and all those guys, mm-hmm. he might try to burn them. With that. With the CCTV. But the, so there was someone we who still got leaked. one episode. Trying to poison. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We have <laughs> one episode. Sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. No. I don't even, <laughs> okay, I don't even want to <laughs> say it anymore. Just I don't even want. I don't even give What's a up, shit. What's up, Kevin? No. There's, so there's someone who has leaked the in, the CC footage. Yeah. Yes. Of the of Erling killing. To Sven. Mm-hmm. There was someone who sent the, the text messages to Erling. I believe mm-hmm. that's who Yep. Yeah. So those could be two different people. I think yeah. that might be true. And those, and they are all involved. Yeah. In trying we're to get. All just trying to crash each other. Yeah. Oh God, I hope we're, I hope we're right. Because <laughs> if not, we're all gonna sound like idiots. Well, I mean, I was already pretty wrong about <laughs> the title, <laughs> their yeah. job title. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> try it, man. Try being wrong. It's so much. It's so liberating. liberating. <laughs> you just um, say whatever the hell you want. So Eckerberg is a fish. Just a I don't know. Facts about. <laughs> so this, yeah. So Eckerberg and Burris explain this to um, to Erling, and um, they decide that Rolf violated their trust, but the oil deal is actually more important right now. So that's the thing that they're focusing they're on. They're letting that's why that they were deal go through. Yeah. Um, so the next scene we have is Nora and Johanna meeting. So Nora um, wants Johanna to get dirt on Rolf, presumably because they're considering giving him the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, giving it to another Norwegian. Norwegian. I thought this was an interesting conversation. Yeah. Tell me why. Um, I think just the question of how much dirt would be too much dirt in order to invalidate a person's contribution. Yeah, that's, that's really, just an interesting question. Yeah, yeah. and the, yeah, I wonder what they do. I mean, yeah, in, in real life, because that would be highly embarrassing to give that out and then find out, you know, that someone has a deep, dark past. But then I imagine a lot of this kind of stuff that you need to do in when especially for the peace prize involves maybe some backhanded dealing and a little bit of maybe corruption if especially if you're trying to yeah. do if and you're not a f- deeply successful people sometimes neglect their personal lives and mm-hmm. oh, yeah exactly yeah and that's as she mentions that, that, that he's been divorced twice yeah. and doesn't see his kids much yeah i found that to, that to be really interesting but so nobel well, prize coming back in yes exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 
Um, the, the, the scene that we have after that is Erling meeting with J.P. Hovard and Hans Ivar. Um, the FSK guys are telling that, uh, him, um, telling Erling that they're going to be going back to Afghanistan um, for this big ceremony. Uh, the foreign minister is going to be coming later. Um, and Erling tells uh, uh, J.P. Um, after they leave that uh, Eckeberg knew the whole Rolf thing. He catches him uh, up to speed. And, um, you know, nothing is going to happen to Rolf because they want to go forward with the oil deal. This scene, I do will say that they're like greetings of each other. Yeah. Oh, back to your greetings. It actually, it, it, like, it, like, the, it, it was kind of, pro, you know, long, but it was all, it also, they did have some lines in there that with actual useful information. It wasn't <laughs> yes. just, hello, 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 hi, good to see you. They talked about how yes. good the sushi is at the airport. They, the, exactly, which was... How is the sushi at the airport? <laughs> I haven't had that sushi in a while, so um, at the next, time we, uh, next time we fly in. Gardomun? Yes. If anyone listening can send us some of that sushi. Send us sushi, I'm sure it'll keep. <laughs> we will uh, we'll judge for ourselves. Um, <laughs> so the, the after they finish talking about that, JP and Erling talk a little bit about Johanna and Hector. Um, JP says that Johanna, you know, needs Erling and that he has to be he has to be there more. He's been gone so much, and he's, you know, they have a back and forth about, you know, that does that excuse what she did? Mm-hmm. And he's saying no, but you know, we're we're were different, especially saying that Erling and Johanna are very different people. He calls, he calls, JP calls Erling a, what a perpetuum mobile or something about he's just always going and moving forward. And Mm. whereas Johanna is someone who needs to have attention and and, and be loved. And he wasn't there for her. Not that that excuses his actions. The past couple episodes, there's been a definite theme of like family and family relations. And like, even almost to a weird extent, like warring families, like, like uh, Capulets and Montagues kind of oh, like really? feuds, but like especially between uh, like Hadar and the familiar familial relations with uh, mm-hmm. Wasima, and mm-hmm. by extension Sharif, and then back in Norway. I, I feel like I just feel like they're like the family and family units play a big dynamic mm-hmm. uh, or play big roles as influence each other what i got more from this was um maybe erling having to make more of a choice um about whether you know to pick his family or his job a little bit because yeah, exactly. he, they're they're requesting for him to go and do security work for afghan in afghanistan uh, meanwhile jp is telling him like hey you need to be there for your family more although i'm not so sure because it turns out by the end that johanna looks like she's going to be at at yeah. the uh, in afghanistan so Incredible. i really do like how the two of them I agree. talk yeah, it was I thought it was very, very honest. It was very. He doesn't get angry. Yeah, he's very like. Yeah. Whenever JP points out something, like Erlen really listens. Erlen, yeah. as opposed to with Johanna, like Which he he, does, yeah. he totally listens and he takes it in and he's like, it makes him think about the, a different perspective. Yeah, and, and he, JP and JP actually speaks trying. his mind and actually comes oh, with yeah. an opinion. Well, yeah. He do, he doesn't just say. Screw that. Very deliberate. I did like that because he was saying, like, uh, handy pick. People can say whatever they want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I did like, too, that um, they brought up – it's not just the affair. It's the affair with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I understand um, why it happened. Because, I mean, I was having an issue understanding that as a character choice. Like, I mean, I I can be sympathetic to this idea that she's very lonely. We haven't seen (laughs) – I mean, we haven't seen her uh, being alone for long stretches, but I'm less sympathetic to Mm -hmm. this choice also because it's – professionally inappropriate she's just putting yeah and it also makes less sense to me because it doesn't seem like a place where she can get support and sort of separate herself from it um 
but it is they go back a long time a long while i don't know if you guys caught this but they were talking about meeting in university university yeah, nora university. nora talked about how something about he didn't look like a poodle or something oh no that was no, early that was oh, early. Yeah. Oh, early. Yeah. but yeah. but johanna but these, and they all go back. hector also met at university yeah. um and so it maybe it's just something that's you know i get that mm. like goes they, back like, comforting comforting uh, the next thing we have is the foreign minister and Johanna at the park. Um, they're planning out the Afghan ceremony. Uh, one of the assistants says that they have these weavers that he wants wants to be there. But the, the foreign minister says that they're going to need to wear um, – he wants them to wear burqas, although ultimately they're not going to be able to do that for security reasons. But when Johanna inquires about this, it, he the foreign minister explains that this is because Mullah Ahmed is going to be visiting. Um, so they're going to be setting up another meeting to negotiate um, – Although they're keeping this on the DL, not even the the Minister of Energy or Oil, he he doesn't know. Um, but the whole the whole point is that they're this is a very sensitive matter because they're hoping that the Taliban meeting with the Afghan government could be a major step towards peace. And at any cost, peace at so, any cost, right? So, a question: Are they bringing in the mullah to the meeting they already have with the uh, mm-hmm. with the energy Minister of Energy? I don't know. Because that seems a lot of things are sign, happening at this meeting. If they're there to finalize, yes. if they're there to finalize oil for development, yes, they're doing that. They're doing that, the, and the, then the at the same time, act. and then the same time, bringing in in the same room in the same meeting, bringing in Mullah Ahmed. That seems like you're risking it because if uh, the yeah. minister or maybe of this energy could be, gets pissed and I'm, walks out, I mean, this could be a cover for. Well, it's it's I. This could be a cover. Oh well, yeah, that's a good point, but. Um, just to get them at least in the same room, they need some kind of auspices about why they're both going to be there. In I don't the think first this place. meeting's gonna happen. I think it's gonna get bombed too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Maybe we I don't just need want one agenda. of my theories to come <laughs> to come true. But uh, I think it's gonna happen. It's, yeah, I, w- I think it's gonna be interesting as by. as who is actually gonna be responsible mm-hmm. for the bomb though. I'm gonna go with the Taliban. <laughs> well, or it'll be or we're all dressed in all black. Yeah, maybe maybe several people like build the, bring in their own yes. bombs like independently okay. of each Who's other. Who's gonna die? Um, Foreign minister. Yeah, I swear, I four minister. Hey guys, I swear to God, if Adela dies, I don't know how I'm gonna handle. Oh yeah, it. she's yeah. totally gonna die. Because that moment she had, had with JP. Because they had a cute JP. moment with JP. She's not. Yeah, guys. there's no way. All the pretty girls. No, Adela. Don't die. The foreign minister. Sven can die. Sven can die. <laughs> Sven can go. Right Him and he has a and bunchy face, face. Mick. Mick Hector. Mick Hector can also mm-hmm. so, uh, get blown right, right the f up. No guts, no glory in the scene. And uh, Rickard, the next scene is Rickard and Erling at home. Um, Rickard asks Erling if he's afraid of dying. And again, very, very good... like, like a v- very important like family dynamics mm-hmm. and things. I also again like Well and go- this is uh, him trying to lean in to being at home too, right? Yeah. Doesn't he tell him to put his phone away? Yeah. yeah. So we're so seeing put your helmet in the hall, put so your iPad away. Yeah, in that moment I had some hope that he was gonna handle going forward with Johanna differently because it seems like maybe mm-hmm. he was gonna make a different decision. But, I I did yeah. like I bought Rickard's questions when he asked, like, you know, because he's just trying to explain what's going on with the war. <laughs> like when they said, "Oh, like, are you afraid of dying?" and Erling says, "No, like, we have better guns, we have better weapons, we have better training." Yeah, he, he this says, is interesting. Are, "Are you afraid of dying?" Like, Erling responds, "In Afghanistan." In Afghanistan. <laughs> uh, and then um, I thought that was I thought that was a very telling use of oh, really? not, of not giving information away. Oh, uh, or, or or just kind uh, of I thought he was distinguishing between "Are like, you afraid of dying in general?" In a, exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, okay. well, I think. Or dying uh, 
Yeah, I think it was of dying violently. Like, yeah. are you afraid of me dying in Afghanistan mm. as opposed to getting shot here because the war has the, has come to Norway, you know? Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't quite get that, but I actually, I, that makes sense. Um, the, the next thing, uh, they go into some detail about the war. Um, I, I did like when he said, if you have better guns and weapons and training, why haven't you won the war yet? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. Ah. and then but they explain how symmetric. Insurgency. He's yeah. like, well, there's a symmetric warfare. And he's like, well, but that's not fair to the Taliban. It's like, they I'm like this up. is something a 10-year-old would probably say. But, but then it was the really IED. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, like, yeah. that's, that's, that's really, really smart. smart. <laughs> that's really smart. And you're like, that yeah, that's how it t- I feel like that's, I totally bought like, yeah, a kid yeah. would think like that. Like. That's how you get how it. How they rationalized. Yeah, and I'm sure he didn't mean like smart, like, oh, that's tactically no, very no, advanced like, huh, and yeah, allows them to get. Good plan. Hmm, like, oh, I um, didn't think of that. Then we have we have JP at the um, at the gym. Wonderful CGI. Wonderful CGI. <laughs> Can't get over it. I mean, the, the scene where, where like, where Adele is putting her hands, her hands on his on thighs, his side, like, that yeah. was clearly like a double. Like, some, oh, were, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. didn't Norway tell, Garo told us that there is. An actual individual. Yeah. Yeah, body dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, for the wide shots, they obviously do some kind of stitching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do sit-ups, they and it's very cute. And Guru, when... gets getting closer and closer. When he gets closer, <laughs> and he leans up, <laughs> and they're, like, they're going to kiss. She that. starts, She starts like, when we're watching it together, she gets all cute. squirmy, and you're like, just just, just make out already. Just kiss. Well, you guys I, are so cute. There was a turn of phrase. I don't know if it was actually meant to be this, translated from a, a Norwegian, but... It's, he says, "Are you are you going back down? Are you are you going? Mm-hmm. I mean, was, are you going back down? Referencing going back to, to Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, but I thought it's I thought she was I thought it said, "Are you going to back? Are you going to like back out?" As of like he's getting really close to her when he's oh, doing the no. sit ups, and then oh. like she's just kind of staying there. Oh. I thought it was like, a, "Are you gonna? Are we gonna do this?" And then, but then two seconds later, he's like. So we're gonna <laughs> well, he asked. Yeah, so he asks her to dinner, which is awesome. And then he said, "The line is because she says you want on the way over." She's pushing him, and they're so freaking like. Because after seeing Johanna and Erling and their relationship going poorly, I just so nice glad to see, see somebody. Couple, yeah. Especially since JP before was like, "I guess yeah. I'm done with women forever." Yeah, and like, like, I'm she, she's there for well, him. So we didn't know the extent of his injury. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. Um, they they so they they are gonna go out to dinner, which is good because that's what he was turning down the last time um, when she was trying to get him out of um, uh, of the rehabilitation center, and he says they asked if she can stop at the handicap stall on the way back and bang, but this is so he <laughs> so he says it in Danish. Yeah, he uses two Danish terms, oh. banging, and it's so cute. Oh. And she's like, "What are you trying to speak Danish? Use yeah, Danish slang they, to me?" They're about like, they're like. Playful. It's very sweet. She's gonna <laughs> die, guys. And I'm not she gonna be able to yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what... I'm not gonna <laughs> handle this really well. And JP's not gonna be there, and it's gonna be mm-hmm. terrible. Um. So Erling. <laughs> Sorry, this is clearly impacting me. So Erling, the, the um, at the next, it's the last scene. Man, we are flying through this. Erling confronts Johanna at home, and oh. so. Yeah, this goes back. This goes back to the second episode table. when it's the opposite. When Erling is coming home, and she's like, yes. "Where were you? What were you doing?" And he's well, like, and remember, Nothing. we I think I don't know which one of us yeah. said it, but the person that suspects the cheating is often I mean, the cheater the because cheater. they're thinking about it, and that's yeah, why they're they like, "I did it, so they can yeah. be doing yeah. it too." 
So yeah. she says that nothing happened, and she just she she give she won't give an inch. She's like, I didn't do anything wrong. I slept on a colleague's couch. Yeah, I was tired. I was t- I was t- and like. I, I, that Even must if she be. Didn't, in, that's still not okay. Right? That yeah. must be, be so infuriating yeah. to, for her to be like, what? You're crazy. What are you talking about? You're, you, you don't have any right to get mad about this, as opposed to, even if nothing happened, to, you should be able to go to your husband and be like, uh, like, oh, hey, yeah, like, I totally understand why you think this is weird. I didn't call you. I was out drinking and then went home to another guy, but I slept on his couch. I understand, like, you have to trust me. I didn't do anything. But she's just like, I did nothing well, wrong. Well, and yeah. I think well, the she's big problem. frustrated with him. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. But, she okay. doesn't have a lot. She's already had it up to here with him. Mm-hmm. And then he... she just put her hand above her head just yes. for the, so our listening. Yeah, that was all the way up to here. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> up to her chin. It was above no. her head. Mm. And so, you know, if you've had it up to there and then someone accuses you of something that I, but the things I don't know if she did. Yeah, did she do it? I I, I can't read it. I think she did. I I mean, it's all the storytelling elements that like point to yes. What she did was still not okay. You, no opinion, matter, yeah, like, even at face value yeah, of what she said. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, there's gradients getting, of that. Getting mad and spending the night on someone else's couch. But I also think there's just a much more important conversation to them for them to have that they're going to get stuck so much on this that they're not going to have that conversation. I know. Do you that know was, what I mean? It's there's drive bigger real issues, and they're only going to ever, it's going to be like the, about this Hector thing. Yeah. 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 Well, they no, have like one episode to, to resolve it, it, so. Yeah. Just Dr. Phil on there. Well, maybe. Seriously. Maybe. Johanna's gonna die. Yeah, I believe like, that. Okay, so I think she's Adela's gonna, gonna die because they had a cute moment, and then I think Johanna's gonna die because they have so much things unresolved. Like there's so much to say, and they haven't and figured it out. That's and... something that I've noticed. So about you guys are a hundred percent of the my, my my bomb theory now. I mean, yeah, yeah. you kind of yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Finally, since I had I had to come up with something really quick after the China <laughs> thing, kind of. Went. You sold us on that too. We're kind of we're kind of followers. Oh, there, 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 yes. I mean, it's it's come back. I mean, so the China thing did has more credence. I do. It. Yeah, I felt better because the China. I mean, it's true that China became a big. It, it did come yeah. back. What I think the the flaw in my theory was that I assumed Sharif was in Oslo to sign a deal with the Norwegians when he yeah. was actually there to sign it with with the Chinese. Which so, is weird, and it's reasonable yeah, that you would have made that assumption. Yeah, so it's yeah. actually just flipped because in my the initial theory was China would benefit from his death because they're going Norwegian now. It's just flipped. Nor- Norway is benefiting from the death because it went, the land is going to go now to Hadar, and Hadar is well in the pocket of, of the West. Can I ask, yeah. is this having a second season? Because that would inform sort of my predictions about the next I don't episode. know, and I have actively not looked up to oh, see if there's... Oh, you don't want to know. I don't okay. want to know as I go into the episode. Yeah. I'm sure we'll do a recap after Should the end of the next one. Should we make some predictions? Yes, hit me. Hit me. Okay, I want some predictions. Starting. Bomb's going to go. Yeah. It's going to go off. At uh, this thing. At this, yeah. Because they're meeting. gathering all the characters together. You notice yeah. the Formis yeah, is there, Johanna, Erling, Rolf. They're all going to be there. Yeah. Um, it's like having a battle of the five armies and there's no fight. Like, there's going to yeah. be a battle between five armies. There's going to be something about the Nobel Prize and... And not in peace, not happening. Oh, are they going to you know? announce the Nobel Prize? Yes. Okay. Is that, that going to happen? I think they're going to announce the candidates, but they're going to be quickly, or they're going to like Wait, do they pick announce off candidates? People. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, is that uh, not formally, but there's always public. there's always like, oh, we know sort of the the. Yeah. Or maybe they do do a formal list. I don't even know. But mm-hmm. there's always talk in the weeks adva- in well, advance. Don't you of, have like, to be on the list? Don't you need to be nominated by the Norwegian Parliament? Yeah, so, so any member, any member of parliament can nominate 
can make nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize. That's and how that you puts make them on the list. Yes. That creates a list of hundreds of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um but but that's the way to get on Do they have to pick, pick someone on the list? They save me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and it's interesting because oh the Nobel Peace Prize is not at all you know connected with Norwegian politics except it's except totally, it's directly, directly connected. connected. <laughs> that's that's, that's actually really interesting. So then I mean maybe Rolf is again the show's calling me Bill. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah, maybe I could see something ha- happening with that. Um, I don't as far as Erling's life. Uh, I don't see any real other things going on with like Rickard or his father or anything. I feel well, he has to. Re- yeah, but he has to. You know what? I could actually. I could see the father dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's always about I don't know. I don't know that I see major deaths though. Like. You don't. I except in the, the, except in the impending yeah. explosion. <laughs> That's going to four minutes. I say I don't see major deaths. Like Erling Everyone dies in the first like two, two minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. But, okay. Here's a question. Will Erling be in Afghanistan? Is he gonna go? Yes, yeah. he's gonna find. I think yeah. he's gonna go for the security. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, everyone, all the other characters are over there except JP. No. JP's gonna be the only one that's left. Aren't they going but to Mazar too? Mazar Sharif. Kabul. No, they're, I thought they're. I don't know. I heard. A, I, I thought, thought it was Kabul. Kabul. I'm pretty sure oh. it's Kabul because they're meeting. With I thought the they said government. no to Kabul, then yes to Mazar. Hmm. Oh, but also, sorry. Can can we go back to what was the deal with in the marketplace? Yeah, I totally skipped over. Skipped over the marketplace. I just had that realization. I mean, uh, it was a nice. It, I mean, it, it definitely. Peace. Yes, it was peace. It was right? peaceful, yeah. and that's that's what it well, was meant to. And we have yeah. another kite. Sorry about that. I yes. totally I totally dropped the ball there. Yeah. Well, well no, that's the kite about, that he. Right? That's the kite that he gives to his son. Right. right. That's what. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. No, I totally <laughs> caught that the first time. So yeah, in that scene. So that's. Man, I totally dropped the ball, guys. So let's go back to that. Um, so, Podcast not over. Yeah, not not over at all. So <laughs> Afghanistan, twelve days earlier, um, FSK and Rolf they go to the meeting with Sharif and Hadar. Hadar gives him motor oil, or no, no, Rolf gives Hadar motor oil. Did you know that? I, I I heard. I thought it was mozzarella. That's what I heard. You are wrong. You heard mozzarella. And then I tried to turn on the subtitles and it, it wouldn't an work. Idiot. So, um, so uh, Rolf gives the pitch to Sharif for the oil for development, and Sharif basically shuts him dead, saying like, "How much money are you going to pay me? I am doing yeah. the money." And Rolf but is it, confused by that because he's reneging on the deal, right? Yeah, but it's also very interesting that Hadar was like, "You got to do this. Like, mm-hmm. think of the of the of your people. Of your people. Like, yeah. he's yeah. he's very pro oil for development. Yeah, because he's explaining this is more than the money. Like, in, it, it will benefit you. Like, you'll be loved by the people. You'll get invited to all these best. <laughs> it's a hard I sell. I can buy all that. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's it's so I think it's Rolf in that scene that explains how the Norwegian petroleum law came about. Mm. That it's an Iraqi guy yeah. who's actually there and helped. And it was so funny because I was listening to it and I was like, wait, I've heard this story before, which is why I had to go call my dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so. this guy, he's Farouk Al Kasim. He was, yeah, he was a part of the team that developed the Norwegian um, uh, petroleum law, which kind of secures that all the money goes back to... This, avoiding the oil curse, yeah. right? Yeah. With the SECDEF, specifically mentions that. I thought you people were all peace yeah. and yeah. oil. and Exactly. That's where oh, that, that kind of sense of awesome. associating petroleum... Oh, huh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, my and, dad helped. Hi, dad. Oh, Hi, Steiner. He does not listen. Um... He does not, not have a smartphone no. or a computer. Mm, yes. um, so He's like the Norwegian Ron Swanson. Yeah. Is that who your father is? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what he is. 
So uh, Rolf has the uh, after making the pitch, it gets pretty pretty shut down by Sharif. Um, Sharif eventually just says to him, "But it's also sorry that he says, get my wife back." Yeah, that's or. He and, and wants to know. He says, "Where and is so, my wife?" Rolf does not know this. Right, but that gives Rolf a um, a reason to mm-hmm. ha- place some importance on yeah, on yeah. Wasima. Yes. So now, yeah, now he knows. that strengthens the the theory that oh, well, el- I mean, eliminate it's Wasima much from confirmed the... at this point. But yes, yeah. I mean this this now explain this ties it all together. Where yeah. how he tracked along the importance of Wasima and then had the information that was passed to him, um, and then why he how then, he would know that this would motivate. Sharif into going to try to get Wasima, and then that kid. At Does the Sharif just want his wife because he? It's I an honor thing. It's not. Could it? Could he also want his wife because of this whole land transfer thing and the position that that could potentially put her in and him? I in? mean, the value that she has as a tying her to Hadar. You mean like he's in, he in definitely placed a a value amount because he says I'm gonna buy uh, a new one. Yeah, it's like if because mm-hmm. no not not only I'll buy a new one but okay. this this other deal mm-hmm. will make it possible for me to to okay. if yeah. she is gone a right. large source of income is also gone You're so right. this other deal could compensate for that. So oh, I still struggle. <laughs> Going back to episode one. Did we sort of understand really why Wasima was important enough for the Norwegians to bring her to Norway? For Hadar. We learned that now. Hadar, Hadar. is yeah. Hadar is crucial as a middleman to the Norwegian government the in establishing. Oh, so they're doing it as a favor time. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So they, like this is a favor, like, and... hey, we'll protect your, because that's not that big a deal for them. Like, we'll protect your yeah. niece in exchange. <laughs> you keep giving us hard. access. Um so then they go after after that gets shut down, um, they they walk out and, they, and get in the cars and they drive to the marketplace um, and where they they hop out and start playing soccer with kids. This is where the kite um, where uh, Erling gets the kite that he later would give to Rickard. Uh, they're playing soccer and then one of the kids gets a bloody nose. Um, I know he was like coughing. Blood, he's coughing blood. Yeah. Coughing yeah. up blood. Yeah. I think the idea is that Rolf's so frustrated. You're trying to have something peaceful and they're still. You can't maintain it. Well, I, I, yeah. I, oh, I, 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 I took it after talking to Giro is that this kid is sick. And so they were talking about... Whenever I see kids coughing blood, I think... Well, yeah, no, yes. of course. Yeah. That that was the, oh, yeah, and that, so I think that was just a frustration. Yeah. I took it as, like, frustration that this deal didn't... Like, this deal would be so good at bringing, you know, helping the Afghan people. We could yeah. bring them medical care. No, we can bring them better... attempts yeah. to peace. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... And, and he... It is just frustrated by that because he just realized it got completely shut down. Because I think going into the meeting, looking at how Rolf reacted to Sharif, he was, I think he thought it was a, a done deal. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. so when this all of a sudden backed out. Yeah. But then, but in the, it was interesting, in the car, he had that super, like, visceral yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. 10 seconds later, it was like, kind hey, of hey, okay kids. in the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. I know. That was a little weird. So it, it I, I read that as he's. Uh, that's not the first time that he's, you know, changed his mind and and like shifted. Uh, perce- did, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But did Hans Ivar ever get his rugs? I believe. Yes, so. I think he did. Oh, did he? he did. did he yes. walk away with them? Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Sorry about that. I totally missed that one going through the notes. Um, but uh, <laughs> just pretend we said that in that the, last in the correct like, five order. minutes before. But the with that, last. that's the end of the episode. Final predictions. Tell me one character that's going to die. Adela. All of no. them. Uh, Erling's father. 
Why would it? Yo. Why? No, I'm not going to say Johanna. I, thought, say I feel like he's already out of the picture. Adela. I was going to say Adela, but now you picked Adela, so I'm going to say that foreign minister. Johan's going to die. Oh, interesting. I'm foreign minister. Are we putting money on this or what? It's because I'm I think they're all going to die. Honor. <laughs> And they're all gonna be in the same that same place that gets blown up, and, and then they go to Valhalla. They go to Valhalla. All right, that Wait, brings us to the end way? of another episode. Um, if you'd like to email us, you can do so at occupiedpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll see you for the finale. The finale. All We're right. doing a live simulcast with Shut the up, finale, and uh, that'd be all right. That'd be kind of cool. That's it. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.